Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called In Search of Humility. It's from James 3, verses 13 through 16. How does one measure the difference between worldly wisdom and the wisdom of God? Well, let's consider James's words. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, of the devil. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. And then a few verses further, he says, But he, God, gives us more grace. That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Godly wisdom is humble. Lord, teach us about humility, won't you? Humility. The elder President Bush praised Ronald Reagan's humility in his eulogy. In 1981, Reagan was recovering from the gunshot wound he received during the assassination attempt. Actually, I looked it up. He was 69 at that time. It seems that just days after the surgery that repaired his life-threatening injuries, his aides discovered him on his hands and knees in his hospital room, wiping water from the floor. Bush said of Reagan, he worried that his nurse would get in trouble. That's humility. Humility, another one of the words that captures a spiritual concept that we ought apprehend and make part of our character that the world does not value or teach much about. Humility is sometimes difficult to grasp and often misunderstood. It's not being self-effacing. It is not a lack of confidence. It is seeing ourselves in correct position before our maker and with other people. What do you think of your position before the Lord? Where do you place your own value in regard to others? Who are the others, those I know and love, those I just know, those I know and don't esteem too highly, those I don't know at all, how do I treat them? It has been said that the sign of a gentleman is how he treats those who can be of absolutely no use to him at all. The scriptures hold out humility as a virtue to be sought after a quality to embody, a discipline to be practiced and honed. It is revered in both the Old and New Testaments. About 800 years before Christ was born, at a time when Israel and Judah had risen to heights of economic affluence, yet had fallen to depths of spiritual decadence, the prophet Micah penned, What does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Micah 6, verse 8. Then there was Moses, about whom God said, was more humble than anyone else on the face of this earth. Think of it then. God used this humble man to lead the Israelites out of Egypt, parting the Red Sea for them to escape the pursuing Egyptian armies. God used Moses to continue to lead the people, entrusting to him the Ten Commandments. 
Moses, humble. Then God honors and exalts him. That is a pattern repeated in Scripture. What did Jesus have to say about humility? Well, in Matthew chapter 18, in answer to the disciples' question, Which of us is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Can't you just see them standing there looking at Jesus, thinking, Pick me! Pick me! Jesus called a small child over to him and put the child among them. Then he said, I assure you, unless you turn from your sins and become as little children, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The disciples were left standing there, scratching their heads, having to consider what it was about that child. So, what is it about a child? I think of a recent friend who told me that what really turned on his quest for Christian truth was his daughter. Why? Well, children trust more simply. They love with abandon. They're not spoiled by the wisdom and teaching of the world. Children are teachable. Let's pursue humility today, my friends. Let's teach our children to be humble and embody it in the workplace. And let's let our children teach us what it means to be simple and trusting. Tomorrow, we'll check our pride. If you'd like to read this, you can go to pastorwoman.com and check on morning briefings.